0: and Barney disguised as Tibetan shepherds go to the pass of the Iron Dagger with Chief Tipo and his men in similar disguise and silently surround the house on the cliff which they believe shelters the octopus. Tipo is still uncertain as to whether the newcomer is Paul Mounier, the scientist, or the octopus. But when the scientist is seen through a window, Chief Tipo is shocked to see that he has altered in appearance since he last saw him. This appears to be definite proof that the octopus, unable to hide his features with a mask, has resorted to makeup as a disguise. Instantly, the signal for attack is given, and the boys break into the mysterious house. Keep those windows covered. while we go through this door, men.
2: I will see that no one escapes by the windows, Mr. Barlow. Stand ready, men. No one must leave this house. I can get through this door, ben. Must be
0: barred from the other side. Open the door! You'll we'll have to break it down, Speed. Barney, yeah, Clint? take five of these men and go look for a heavy log or something that might make a good
2: battering ram. Why don't you just shoot the latch off? That won't help if the door is barred. If you ask me, a battering ram won't help either. That door looks like it's ten feet thick. You tell us, listen. Sounds like somebody's going
0: to open the door from the inside. Yeah. Huh? Yes, you're right, Speed. Stand back, everyone, and keep your guns ready. Now, Speed, get out of range. Okay, Clint.
3: Gentlemen, what is the meaning of all this? It's, it's
2: Mounier himself. Mounier? You mean the octopus. Now, quiet, quiet, everyone. Why,
3: some of you are Americans, and yet you appear to be Tibetans. I hear, and do not understand.
0: You'll understand soon enough. Keep him covered, Barney. We'll go inside. Me too, Clint. Yes, B, but take no chances. You're looking at the most dangerous criminal alive.
3: Are you all insane? Uh,
0: you others wait outside. But one of you get Chief Tipo and bring him to us immediately.
3: Yes, I go get him now. Huh? No, inside,
0: speaking, Barney. But keep him covered every second and don't let him get near you. Oh,
3: please, please, just one moment. I demand to know what you're doing here. Why you are treating me as, uh, as a criminal? Because you are one, Octopus.
2: Octopus? Is the boy mad? What does he mean, Octopus? Let me mush that guy up a little, Clint. What are you letting him get away with this act for? We've been trailing this devil fish halfway around the world. And then when we catch him, we stand here arguing. Now,
0: hold on, Bonnie. It's because we've been trailing the octopus for so long that we don't want to make a mistake now.
3: Ah, and it is a serious mistake you are making, gentlemen. Whoever or whatever you are. If you have come here to rob me, you will find little to interest you. I am a scientist. My inventions would be of no value to you. You're not a scientist? You're the octopus, world criminal number one.
2: Criminal? It is a crime to work on experiments which will benefit the world. Don't give us that stuff. Why don't you let me put the handcuffs on him, Clinton? Stop all this chattering. Much as I'd like to, Barney. We can't make an official move until Chief Tipo returns. Why not?
0: Because he's our star witness speed. He saw this man in Nogchukar. He saw him again through the window a few minutes ago and remarked at the change in his appearance. Now, if Tipo noticed a more marked change when he faces the octopus... We have definite proof that we have our men. And until we have that proof, we can't make an arrest. Arrest? You mean to arrest me?
3: What for? What crime have I committed? How dare you break into my house and accuse me of such things? The Tibetan government shall hear of this. The officials guaranteed me complete privacy in my experiments here. Yeah,
2: you thought you had a nice soft spot here, didn't you, Octopus? Tibet, the forbidden land. Not many people come into this country... So you figured you could do whatever you wanted to here and nobody would know anything about it until it was too late. But you didn't figure on the international secret police catching up with you, even after you tried to stall us in Nagchuka. You? You are secret police? You bet we are. And don't try to tell us you didn't know
3: it all along. But I do not understand. Why should the secret police follow me to Tibet? Unless... Unless you are acting as agents for some country and wish to take my plans and specifications and use my
0: inventions to to conquer the world. Why don't you drop this pretense, Octopus? You've had us backed up against the wall many a time. Why don't you admit defeat now? We're old enemies, you and I, and you've never fought me fair. But now why can't you at least admit that I've beaten you? Who are you? Oh, you won't admit it, eh? Huh? I'll tell you who he is, Octopus. He's Clint Barlow, ace operator of the secret police.
3: Oh, yes, yes. Clint Barlow, I've heard of you. The man of mystery.
2: The man who has solved more secret police cases than any other operator in the service. You said it. And this will be his biggest case. We'll wrap your tentacles around your neck, Octopus, and take you home to Chief Riley for a present. I think you will find you have made a bad
3: mistake, gentlemen,
2: when Chief Tipo
3: arrives. We'll find
0: out soon enough, because here's Chief Tipo now. What has happened, Mr. Barlow? Has your prisoner confessed yet? No, he still insists that he's Paul Mounier. Chief Tipo,
3: I still cannot understand what is in back of all this, but uh, I do know that these operators of the uh, secret police believe me to be a notorious criminal, the Octopus. Will you kindly correct their mistaken belief? Don't pay any attention to him, Chief Teepo. Just tell us how different he looks now from the last time you saw him in Nogchuka.
1: You will. Think
3: well, Teepo, think. think well. It will go hard with you if you accuse me falsely. What possible change can there be in my
2: appearance? But your hair is gray now. Ha uh, boy, Teepo. Don't let this guy scare you. He's the octopus, all right. We just need the word from you to slap the cuffs on him.
3: You say my hair is gray. Do you remember it at, uh, what was that place, Anagchuka? Uh,
2: well, I had the
3: impression... Impression? Yeah. But do you actually remember it?
2: No, now
0: that you speak of it. Because you had a flying helmet on, Octopus. I saw that from our jail window as you took off. But why you, were you wearing a helmet? You didn't need it? You're in a closed plane. He was
2: wearing as part of his disguise, I bet. Ah, I remember now. You had aviation goggles on as well, Mr. Monnier. Yeah, and why? So as he could listen to the shortwave information that came in over the earphones concealed in his helmet. And them goggles were a darn good disguise. We've got you, Octopus. Since
3: this man was so well disguised, Chief Tipo, can you actually describe his appearance to these gentlemen? You seem to be so desirous of arresting me. Beyond the general impression, as you call it. Are you able to put your finger on any real change in my appearance? Well, I... Uh, Don't let him frighten you, Tipo. uh, Whatever you say means everything to us. And whatever he says means a good deal to Tipo as well. What is your answer, Tipo? Am I or am I not Paul Mounier? You...
0: you... uh... I cannot say you are not, Mr. Monier. What? Do you realize what you're saying, Chief Depot? Without your testimony, our whole case against this criminal collapses. I know, I know, Barlow, but I cannot be sure. I only saw Mr. Monier at Aikchuka for a short time. Outside, glimpsing him to the window. I thought I saw a change in him, but now, pinned down to the bare facts. I am not sure whether there
2: is a change at all. Well, I'll be. Oh, what's the use? I think I'll go someplace and start cutting paper dolls. Ah, a very wise decision, my friend. Well, you have intruded on my privacy long enough.
3: Ordinarily, I would not tolerate all this, but uh, would report the whole matter to the Tibetan officials. However, since your interest seemed most sincere and worthy, I shall overlook the whole thing, providing such a stupid mistake does not occur again.
0: Oh, very well, Mr. Meunier. I assure you that we shall never make another mistake like this.
3: Clint, you mean you're going to let him get away with this? You're not going to rinse the octopus even though Chief
0: Teepo let you down? We have no definite proof of the arrest, Speed. But you don't need any. We've got enough circumstantial evidence to send this fellow up for a thousand years. Circumstantial evidence is not enough in Tibet. Besides that, Speed, I'm satisfied now that we've been trailing the wrong man. We've done, Mr. Meunier, a great injustice in thinking him the octopus. What? Yes. And we'll go
2: now, before causing him any further inconvenience.
0: But, Clem... Class...
3: Order,
2: speed. Yes, sir. Well, I feel the same way you do, kid. But we can't do nothing about it, I Stop mumbling, Barney, and get going.
3: I will uh, see you gentlemen with the door.
0: I am sorry about this, Mr. Meunier. I would be the last person in the world to interfere with your work. I know that, Chief Depot. And I shall rely on you to see that this does not happen again.
2: Good night, gentlemen.
0: Uh, good night, Mr. Mounier. Say, you lug.
2: What's the idea of crawling out like a web poodle? Why, Clint, we know he's the octopus. Yes,
0: speed, we've got to catch him red-handed. And right now, we've got to play dumb until we do catch him. Mr. Barlow, you mean you still believe Mr. Mournier to be that criminal you are after? I know he is, Depot. And furthermore, we're going to stay in Tibet until we prove it.
1: You completely fooled them, Master.
3: Did you hear everything that was said, Kwanu? Yes.
1: And our men had their guns trained on them every instant, in case the secret police should not believe your acting?
3: It is well that they at least pretended to believe it, Wu. The entire house was surrounded by Tibetan police.
1: Pretended? Then you think they were not fooled? Marlow
3: was not fooled, I'm sure of that, nor the boy, Speed Gibson. (laughs) But whatever they may believe, they will receive no further help from Chief Tipo. I frightened that stupid fool so that he will not dare move a finger to aid our friends in any way. From now on, they must work alone.
1: But from what Barlow said at the last, I thought he was satisfied that you were not the man he was looking for.
3: Then you are almost as stupid as Tipo. I know Barlow too well to think that I fooled him even for a second. He knows who I am, all right. Now he's going to wait until he can prove it.
1: Then what is the next move, Master?
3: We must not make the mistake of waiting. I want Barlow and the others followed tonight, Kuan Wu. Learn where they are going to stay, whether they are going to return to Nagchuka or will stay in Lhasa, closer to the Pass of the Iron Dagger.
1: Yes, Master. I shall send a man after them at once.
3: Once I know their destination, then I can plan their destruction. But we must be careful. It must appear an accident. Paul Meunier must appear entirely innocent of whatever fate may overtake his uh, tormentors.
1: (laughs) It will be a pleasant pastime, Master. Planning that fate? Yes. Barlow thinks he has beaten me, does he? (laughs) But the
3: game is far from over. I have not yet played my trump card.